0: This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. We've got conference finals that seem to be non-competitive. I can't believe I'm saying that considering the two teams that are trailing. Uh, But can we start with the guy who announced his retirement from the NBA after not playing this year? Carmelo Anthony uh there are people who think that Carmelo Anthony is almost a sideshow because he spent his best years in Denver almost in anonymity and then he came to the Knicks and it just didn't go well that could have something to do with Phil Jackson um your (laughs) thoughts your thoughts on Melo and his his history and where he is headed next
1: Probably the greatest Olympic basketball player of all time. Uh, I, I, I'm i one of those that remember 37 points in 14 minutes. Like one of the greatest <laughs> scorers of my lifetime, my generation. Um, one, of, Probably a top, I would say at least a top seven Nick, right? You would have to think he's at least a top seven Nick.
0: I mean, it's it's time. the uh, it's like at least four of the starters from the championship era. <laughs> yeah, uh,
1: like you're, you're plus, like, like, let's let again. I, I know it's going to probably make for halfway decent radio. I hope, but let's <laughs> let's work it out. I mean, you got Clyde, you have DeBusher, Monroe, you have Monroe, yeah, you have Frazier, Ewing, and then after that, John Starks. I would put i put Mello over Starks.
0: <laughs> I'm kidding. Yes, Mello's definitely over John Starks. There's no question about that. I I, I loved Mello.
1: I did. I love Mello. I think the, the only sad part about this is that the league kind of retired him before he was ready to go. And I just wonder he's going to be in that what if category of what if he adapted his game to be better or to. What if he just subjugated the ego just a little bit? Right. And then what happens if he does that and how much longer does he play? And does he play with the Lakers this year?
0: I, I, I do wonder this about Mello. I wonder if he would have, and I think this is what you were getting at. Had he accepted that his best role in a championship team was as a bench scorer, a uh, yeah. Just to go back to the old Pistons, a Vinny Johnson come off the bench. Yeah. Here's 16 points in seven minutes. If he had a, yep. if he had accepted that earlier in his career, then yeah, he would have been as sought after a player each year uh, as there was in the entire league because he was instant offense. And I just want to uh, go back to the uh, the stuff you said about Melo because at initial thought, I didn't process this, but Mello valued his gold medals. He was proud of mm-hmm. them and he he called those his championships even though it was a foregone conclusion that th- those teams were going to win gold medals even after the oh. run that USA well after the run USA basketball had where where there was indifference, you know, Mike Shashevsky got these he guys did. to care and Mello cared. And so he values them. But that team, that collection of talent was never going to lose if they no. cared. Uh, and Mello cared about those. So uh, he counts them.
1: No, he absolutely counts them. Because remember, he started with that Larry Brown disaster. Yes. Remember, it was <laughs> Allen Iverson, Tim Duncan. Yeah. LeBron James was on that team. So too. was
0: Dwayne Wade, I believe.
1: Yeah, so was Dwayne Wade. There was a lot of, dis- like, Remember, that team was so disastrous, Tim Duncan never wanted to play Olympic basketball again. That's (laughs) how bad it got. And we're talking about one of the 50 greatest players ever. He was done after that U.S. Olympics run. So there's a reason, there's a really good reason why he values them because he remembers what it was like on the other side. And I completely understand that, and I completely get why he did that.
0: All right, speaking of how bad it was. Mm Mm-hmm. Can't decide which series I want to start with. Let's start with the Lakers because the Lakers are the fascination of everybody, and I understand Mike Malone's um, frustration with how this is being covered because the Lakers are down 0-3. The Nuggets are not up three nothing in the series. It's the Lakers down 0-3. What have the What have the Lakers not been able to do other than stop Jamal Murray?
1: They've been able to slightly contain, but a lot of this is just roster issues. Uh, like, did we think D'Angelo Russell was somehow going to f- start focusing on defense for the first time in his career? <laughs> like, there's that, right? I mean, Dennis Schroeder only has so many tricks in the bag. There's, and more importantly, LeBron James's foot is not getting any better if he keeps playing on it right. every other day. Like, there's a lot of this that just comes down to roster composition and the fact that, hey, guys, the the team that's up 3-0 used all 82 games of the regular season, something that some people say doesn't matter, f- to figure out exactly what the best lineups were going to be, what what happy accidents they were going to find along the way, and, oh, yeah, we're going to find out what this team was really made of. Kind of like Michael Porter Jr. understanding his limitations and being like, yo, Bruce Brown could be out there. There's a selflessness to this team, and this team has clearly been the best team in the playoffs, and we talked about it for a couple of weeks now. Like, there's this whole thing about this team that I think we didn't discuss. Like, at first, beating Minnesota was not going to be that big of a deal because, let's be honest, it's Minnesota, they have issues. Yes. We knew that. The Phoenix stuff should have been the, the turning point for a lot of us, and it wasn't. And that's what bugs me about this the most is that we should have had this conversation of, Hey, these guys are the best. They're not, they're not going to be like, they're going to be a buzzsaw. And my, I, again, me and you had this conversation when the series started, I thought it was going to be nuggets in six. I'm kind of mad. I underestimated the, the nuggets right now because yeah. this ends in five at best. Like yeah, I think it, like, I think it ends tonight. Uh, I in game 3 the way they took their heart the way they took their heart and from a LeBron James team yeah I think we have to kind of take a look at that because we've never seen that happen to a LeBron James team They've never been he's Close never been team. swept right I don't think he's been no, swept but no, I don't I haven't seen we haven't seen this kind of wood shedding since what 2014 and the Spurs Yeah, this is how long this has been. This is a thorough, this is a thorough beating.
0: They haven't, haven't had any answer for Jamal Murray. The, the Lakers allowing game two to get away from them when they had every opportunity to stretch that lead out uh, in the second quarter, early in the third quarter. And Denver did just enough to keep that game within reach. And then Jamal Murray goes for 24 in the fourth and that's it. Um, Murray is averaging 34 points a game, 35 points a game in the series. And there's no way the Lakers can win this series if Jamal Murray is averaging uh, those kind of numbers. I I also thought before the series that if, for and we're talking with not a describe here, CBSSports.com, in order for the Lakers to win the series, they had to get to a point where LeBron James and Adrian, uh Adrian, uh Anthony Davis were defenders first where they didn't necessarily need their offense. Austin Reeves has done his part. Nobody else has. So they've needed LeBron and Anthony Davis to provide a bunch of offense. If their offense were gravy, I think this series would be different, but Russell hasn't been good. Jared Vanderbilt hasn't really provided anything, uh, but, uh, I mean that's where we are. Those guys have had to do both, and they—I don't think they can both do it right now.
1: No, I don't think they could, like. The thing is, just that we got to talk about the defense because Jokic is kind of barbecued, like low key. barbecued. Yeah. well, I think it's—I think it's
0: related. I think it's, the reason I said it because if if LeBron and AD just have to be if 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 they are defense first, I think their team defense would be better, but they can't stop Denver. Because I think no. those guys have had to play too much on the offensive end.
1: No, they, they haven't, and I do. There's a part of me that does wonder what this team looks like next year because you keep hearing the rumblings of Kyrie Irving, and that fixes absolutely nothing. But um, <laughs> this team, uh, like at some point, you needed to get something out of your midseason acquisitions. Like like you said, Reeves has done his part, and yeah. he's starting to wear down. AD is starting to cry uncle on the defensive end against Jokic because dealing with a dancing grizzly bear for for three and a half games at this point is just nuts. Like, there's a lot of this to where you can you can only defend so much when the pieces don't work, when you can't play a Malik Beasley, when Rui Hachimura has been probably your number two at that like. At the worst, your number two offensive option, most reliable offensive option, you have all of this going on. Like the stew that has put this all together does not make it conducive for them to even win two games, much less this series. So I feel bad, but it's one of those things like LeBron is old, but that roster, despite the fact that it's gotten as far as it has, isn't that good. And it would have gotten barbecued by the Miami Heat in the next round anyway.
0: Wow. Let's uh let's quickly shift to that. A couple of more minutes left with Kanata Edwards at Not of the scribe on Twitter, CBS All right, let's I asked the question this way, and Jimmy Butler only, by the way, only had to score sixteen points in the win um yesterday and frankly i thought it was boston's most embarrassing performance even more embarrassing than the two home losses i asked the question of the round table on friday and i this is all respect to miami because miami is obviously a tough tough team is this boston team tough enough to win a title Adam Golden Studio with my man, Coach Pete Taruta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. Financial advice industry can be overwhelming for a lot of people. Is there a way to be sure you're getting the best service when you don't know?
1: No. They've shown it now. They had they had their chance last year, let go of the rope against Golden State. Yep. They have done a no show. They do not have the right coach for that team. I didn't think that I'm a Udoka was that great. Apparently I was very, very, very wrong about that. <laughs> um I there's a lot of this to where I don't understand. Like, they're going to have to make significant changes to this roster. And that may be one of those changes, maybe breaking up the Jays. Yeah. Like, that's where we're coming to. Like, this team disappointed Magic Johnson on Twitter. Adam. Oh, no. That's how <laughs> that's Magic terrible. Johnson went. disappointed Dad. <laughs> disappointed Dad. That's how bad it got. Oh, my God. That's where we are with this team right now. They, again, when you disappoint Magic Johnson to where he has to criticize and say, changes need to be made, and I've never seen the Boston Celtics quit ever. And this is a Laker saying this. Yeah, This is a guy that is di- dyed in the wool, Los Angeles Laker, hates the Boston Celtics, is secretly reveling in this, but at the same point, very, very sick about this whole thing. The fact that we are here with the Boston Celtics means changes need to be made.
0: It's just incredible. Um, And I I do want to spend our last minute here talking about the heat from this standpoint. You and I have discussed Eric Spolstra. He's, if not the best coach in the league, there's, I mean, only Greg Popovich might be ahead of him, to be perfectly honest, in terms of being able to coach a team. But the makeup of that team is hysterical to me. Yes. I, there, there. Do they have a lottery pick on that team anywhere? Is it? I don't do believe there's a. Know,
1: do you want? Do you want to know who the highest drafted player on that team is right now? Is it
0: bio or is it Kyle Lowry?
1: Nope, Cody Zeller.
0: Oh, geez. number four pick with the the masked man himself. <laughs>
1: yes, that's a terrible Cody mask, Zeller.
0: by the way. It's a terrible mask.
1: And Go, I love t- Cody Zeller.
0: But, right, exactly.
1: That's that's the thing. Like they took. Gabe like, Vincent Caleb at 29. Martin, Come. Yeah. Caleb, think can't. about it like this, Adam. <laughs> Caleb Martin was a cast off for Kelly Ubre year. And he's out here being Mr. Glue Guy himself. Yeah. There is something in the water in that practice facility, <laughs> and we need to have it investigated. I'm convinced. Like Pat like Pat Riley is yeah. like Spolcher is great. That entire thing is set from Pat Riley on down. There is a mentality there. That's why Udonis Haslam has been a bench ornament for the better <laughs> part of five years. There is a mentality that is set from the top down, and the Heat culture is a like we always like scoff at these things, like make fun of these. Heat culture is a real thing. Yeah, it is. You can't make fun of it anymore. Nope. because clearly they come back year after year. They're like babies' kids. They don't die. They multiply.
0: Not to a describe Kanata Edwards my friend. I appreciate your time man. Uh hey we're uh our our, our guys are back over 500. We're uh, we've won yes. 5 in a row. Uh not that uh isn't that nice hit? They brought up a bunch of kids. The kids start hitting home runs. Look at that. See what happens it's when a, little kids start hitting
1: home runs? You know it's amazing what happens when you bring the talent that's actually in your farm system and they actually start performing. It's amazing how that works. Why didn't we do this sooner? Why? It's a good That's question. It's a good
0: question, man. I appreciate your time, Nada. We'll talk to you again.
1: Talk to you soon, man.
0: Your journey begins here.